Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. My name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 60. This is our special episode where we chat, or I chat, with Pat and she tells me what she's been up to, what's happening in the West End and further afield, and what's coming up. I apologise, we failed to get uh, the podcast done, I think, last week. Just a hell of a busy week. A week of uh, feeling under the weather, a week of stuff to be done. But we're back. Hope you've had a good week. Hope you're going to have a good week as we hurtle towards the Christmas holidays. Okay, as I say, this is our weekly chat weekly special chat where I chat to Pat, so let's just uh, get on with that, Jim. Here we go. Okay, Pat. Hi, Jim. Welcome to an overdue version of Jim and Pat's West End chat. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to you too. Welcome to everybody. I think we're on. I think we missed a week, is that right? Well, um, I think we're two going out in the same week and then we still went, went over a few days. Yeah. And why, why did we miss a week? Um, well, you put out a podcast of um, Brian Whittingham. Yeah, I know. <laughs> then uh, and also ours. Yeah. Was that, that was not last week, was that last week? Yeah. Right, OK. I thought maybe you were going to tell me that we had a busy week or something. And that's why we couldn't, couldn't do the podcast. <coughs> anyway. No, it has been a busy week, but that wasn't. You said to me um, we can leave it for a few days because we'd put out two. Yeah, you're did. the boss, Jim, you're the boss, I just will be you. We did put out two, that's We'll right. try and make out that I'm, I'm the culprit here. No, I thought I'd just give it a go. Okay, uh, so what do we normally do first? West End Fact. Right. Have you got one? Yeah, well, as you know, I've kind of run out of official Glasgow West End facts that I wrote. So I've been fishing, and this is one that I've heard in various different versions, but uh, maybe some of our listeners will have heard of it and can get in touch and tell us the, the true story. And... The Kelvin River. Have you heard this story, Pat? Something about an elephant ringing a bell, but um, I think and I think the elephant I'm thinking about was the the elephant that stayed in somebody's garden in Belfast. <coughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think that's the one. <laughs> that's not that. That was the one I'm thinking of. So it's not that one. Yeah. Right, well, the stories I've heard are either set in the 1950s or the early 1900s, and they're based mm-hmm. in the West End. And the sort of general story is that the circus who used to come to town mm-hmm. and would, uh, you know, play in the mm-hmm. Kelvin Hall, which we all, you know, went to as, went kids. To as kids. <coughs> And apparently, before the start of each year, there was a, there was a, a parade. The, the circus people had a parade mm-hmm. through the West End with all their animals and all their performers to drum up business for the 
for the circus and one year, either in the 1900s hundreds or the 1950s, they were having their parade along Great Western Road and uh, their elephant collapsed and died. My goodness. Right. So, that was a bit of drama. Yeah, that was a bit of a drama. I mean, I, who knows if this story's true, but that's this is a story I've, I've heard a few times. Uh, but they, they didn't know what to do with it because they had no equipment really to kind of lift it and take it anywhere. So the story goes that they just pushed it over the bridge into oh the kelvin and dug a big hole there and buried it. <coughs> I've heard other bits of the story which is that uh, many years later when they were trying to build something they, they tried to find it. Uh, the bones? Yeah, trying to find the bones and they used all sorts of strange modern equipment but couldn't find any trace of it. Mm. So that's this week's Glasgow West End fact. It's, it's funny. About, it's about the elephant that was buried. Funny thing the about children. the elephants, I mean that was very exciting but I remember once when my boys were wee, my dad took them to the circus and I don't think they were usually out that many places without me so I was dying for them to come home to hear all about it and when they came in and I said, oh was it good, was the circus good, did you enjoy the circus? And they said, you're not going to believe it, the elephant did the toilet. <laughs> That was the main. That was the. That was the main that, event. That, the main event. You know. <laughs> but also, um, you know, there's on um, Facebook there's an Ocopatric page, Ocopatric in bowling. There's mostly photographs and everything, and there's a photograph of a parade of um, the circus parade with all the elephants going through. Oh right, okay. Well, maybe that's maybe because it came along Great Western Road. Yeah, well, it, it must, must have, have come the, the whole way. That must have been the parade. The the part of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, there you go. Maybe I've seen that photograph. Maybe it's true, right enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I I used to go to the circus and I hated the circus. You know, I couldn't stand it. Did you not like um, the trapeze? I loved the trapeze. I didn't like the clowns. I didn't think they were no, funny. Like, I mean, I think I only went I the once. The clowns. Which was <coughs> probably the once in which I uh, made such a fuss that they never took me again. Which is fine for me. I still can be bothered with the circus, but uh, but I did go to the fair, mind you, which was always on at the same time in the, the Kelvin Hall. The carnival. The carnival and uh, the carnival, and in the car- carnival, we, they used to have the uh, a space in the carnival where you could go and look at the elephants. You could, they were always chained up in some it's a shame, room isn't play, it? or behind a behind a cage or whatever. A circus animals. Yeah. So you you still was going to look at them. <coughs> but yeah. Anyway, that's the that's this week's West End fact. So what have you been up to? Well, you've been up to some of it with me. <coughs> we both went to see Brian Whittingham being inaugurated as the first Tannehill Weaver, the um, Paisley's Macker. Oh yeah. Brian's a poet and. Um, writer and playwright, so that was really an, an enjoyable. Is 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 a terrific poet, and um, there were they had th- considered thirty different people, so it was quite a quite a pre- you know prestigious um, position, and um, 
Prince is a really, really nice man as well, but very, very talented. So that was that was nice, and we, of course, met Linda Jackson there as well. So, so that was a good night, and I always enjoyed. I really like functions, so I always love being in the old town halls and things like that. Enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? Uh, aye, it was fine. Aye. I mean, I'm not such a literary. Uh, whatever the word is, is you. Uh, and I'm not particularly a big fan of functions. It was I, a bit of an ordeal getting there, actually, wasn't it? It, it was horrendous. It took us uh, an hour and a quarter to get from Andy's land to Impeace. Yeah, it was which pouring. Should about, it should normally take about 20 minutes. Pouring or pushing down one of the two. And it was very difficult to see, and we didn't know where we were going. Uh, well, we had to sat nav, but it was just. Yeah. Canoe in circles. Busy, busy, busy as well. But anyway, we made it, so that was good. Yeah, it was good to see you. Paisley's new macker. Paisley's very first macker, in fact. Yeah, and then we went back unexpectedly. Um, We were called out to for you to perform oh, that's in right, St yeah. Louis. Yeah, that's right. So, um, that the next night or the night after it? I can't remember. It was the night after it. The night after it. And... Yeah. Um, Sunday pulled out. St. Louis down the Partick. That's right. So that that was I enjoyed that as well. It's a smashing me venue actually. I, I really like St. Louis. Um, yeah, it's a nice place actually. It's a nice crowd. Down at Broomhill, the crowd are great, and of course Linda was Linda who asked you, Linda Jackson. She's a very very good um, hostess, which certainly makes the night. And she's a creative writer. She's a great singer, but she's a um, creative writing tutor. She's very, very encouraging. Yeah, no, she's good. She's a great singer. Which is interesting because she'd asked me to send her some songs. She's going to do a new album and uh, she's looking for songs. So I've sent her a few songs. Whether good. Whether good. they end up getting recorded or not, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, that was a good night. And, of course, Maggie Green was there too. That's right. <coughs> Maggie performed, which I've not heard her in performing for ages. Another West End writer who's... Um, a character on the website, as is Brian, and of course I had um, done a, pra- a post- podcast with Brian in Whittingham um, not that long ago either. So that's right. That's why um, I knew it last So um, yeah. we'd actually held that one up because you know Brian had that news to announce about him being the marker. But anyway, he was there at Saint Louis. Very very good, and of course Linda and um, Maggie Graham. Maggie read a fantastic story which she'd just written the day before. She's a brilliant writer. And um, also Mags was there, Mags McGrath from Dentocher and um, Irene Goodhear. And I remember um, Irene and I worked together. I think I must have been about 16 at the time. And then remember she invited us once to, we went to Pit and Weem. Yeah, she I do had remember, cottage yeah. up there, yeah, yeah. and we went up there, and we went fishing. I do remember. remember yeah, mm-hmm. we caught a lot of coley fish. Yeah, that was hilarious. Actually, I remember that because mm. I mean, my memory might not be the same as yours, but I, <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. I remember it was like a wee pier, mm-hmm. a wee thin pier that went out mm-hmm. a couple of hundred yards, which you could see from the, from the the house that we were in, and uh, we caught a fish. I remember we caught a fish, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and most of the hilarity. I know the. I know it's probably 
these days you don't kill fish, but in those days nobody knew any better and uh, we had a bit of a job dispensing of it. Oh yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember it was, I uh, can't think of the word, but somebody going mad was me. <laughs> <laughs> Must be me in that case. Um, hysterical, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably hysterical. the appropriate word. Fish getting killed, hysterical. Anyway, um, so Irene was there, that, and I ran into Irene recently. But we had it for dinner, so you know. Well, that was okay. That's okay. Yeah, as long Caught as Caught fish, had it did. for dinner. Yeah. Fresh fish. So I, I, it was nice to see Irene. She is one of Linda's students. So I keep meeting all these people, and um, Glasgow is full of um, writers and you know promising writers and poets. I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I think half the people that I, I know are now writing. Because right. um, some people when they retire and they're looking for something to do and then think well. I'm Try this. Most of them I've got to see write poetry, which I couldn't um, tackle at all. No, well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really want to do it. But um, I so Irene. Um, it was a shame because she had performed there earlier, and we, we missed her. All right. But the person that I hadn't heard before and didn't really know is Janet Crawford, and I'd met Janet at Janet Priestley's funeral the wonderful writer Janet Paisley who died recently and Janet Crawford was a sort of protégé of um, Janet Paisley and she's got that same accent, you know, she comes from um, round about Falkirk. So I enjoyed, I enjoyed her um, work very, very much. So it, it was an, an, an unexpected night. Um, but it, it turned out it was really, really good. Yeah, it was good. I and, and I enjoyed you, your... Um, Singing to. Played a song called The uh, Yellow Clock, which was a new one. Mm-hmm. And I was going to play another new one, but I couldn't remember the, the words. I couldn't remember how to start it, so I didn't, didn't make it, didn't make that one, it didn't happen. And then I played another song later on called The Burden of Your Cross, which was on the last 10 Writers Telling mm-hmm. Lies album. Linda absolutely loved that. Yeah, she's always saying to me, um, mm-hmm. she'd quite like to have done some back vocals on it. But so, Talking about ten writers telling mm-hmm. lies as it comes up, I was really um, I was all delighted because I got a message from um, a woman, um, another writer, uh, Antonia Seward, and she's a, write, a writer and a spoken word performer. And I got a wee message from her on Facebook, well, a post she put up to say that she'd been in a competition at the Mitchell Library and she won, and she could choose any book, um, you know, they had there, and she chose her book, she chose Ten Writers Telling Lies. So I was absolutely thrilled. And so I, I she just mentioned the book, so I'd said to her, what, did you get the CD as well? And she says, no, the CD wasn't in it, which always worried me a wee bit with the libraries, yeah. and the book with the CD in the library, you know, just tucked in the back. Anyway, I sent her the... I said, give me your address, I'll send you the CD. So she then got in touch to say how much she enjoyed that as well. So that was... Yeah, that was nice. nice. I was actually thinking about the project the other day. I was thinking uh, how we had spent a lot of time trying to think of a a name for our next project. Mm -hmm. Well, I've come up with this... uh, It's not a a name, but 
it suddenly occurred to me that Ten Writers Telling Lies is the brand mm-hmm. and therefore we shouldn't change that Okay. because it's been out there for so long that people know what it is Okay. so any name for the new project should be a, an adjunct is that the word? should be something beyond you know it's just say Ten Writers Telling Lies and then something and then something because mm-hmm. that'll keep the Keep the, uh, Ten writers telling lies take to the stage. Something like that. Yeah, that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. So what do you think of that, Pat? I'm fancy. I'm, on, that... I'm on to the other way. Does that make sense? Yeah, so Ten writers telling lies is now the brand, and then we just do other projects as that entity. Okay. Right, I'm meeting Samina and um, Gillian during the week, so I'll put that to the two sort of main members of the core group and see, <laughs> see, if, see. see if they, they approve. I'm sure they will. They're, they're both very amenable to, to, to most things. Yeah, we should definitely get ahead project. with something on. After the new year, we'll get started. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's funny now, actually, because um, at that event the other night, I mean, people mention Ten writers, right. you know, like like Linda mentioned it from the, you know when she was talking about something down at St Louis. St Louis, uh-huh. uh-huh. She mentioned ten writers and um, the woman Janet M Crawford had heard of it and she was asking me um, a bit right. about it. So it's it's interesting that people um, I've heard about. And then Antonia choosing the book, you know, you, yeah, yeah. you don't kind of realise just I think yeah. well it's kind of done and dusted in a way and yeah. So, no, the smashing. The, um, okay, good. What, yep. What's next? Yeah, the, uh, the other um, person that I've um, been in touch with lately, who's, uh, again, um, is a poet, but probably it's a quite unusual poet, is the Glasgow cabbie, Steph Shaw. So I... I came across Steph Shaw um, through a woman, Jane Sweeney, that blogged on the website for a wee while. And, well, I'm saying she blogs it, you know, she's, all, she's always coming up with ideas for writing something else, and that's fine. I don't hold them to, to well, you've got to write every month or whatever she can write whenever she likes. So, anyway, Jane did a feature on the Glasgow Cabbie for the website, and that's Steph Shaw, who writes poetry and... You can see it all over the place, you know, um, is is, and people kind of know of him because he does it mainly in relation to fundraising and he's raised a vast amount of money for the Sick, Child- Sick Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. So um, I interviewed Steph for the podcast. He recited one of his poems and told me, oh, he's got all interesting stories, um, he wrote a poem, he really, really likes Andy Murray. All right. So he wrote a poem, um, King of the Courts. Right, and right. Um, somebody got in touch with Judy Murray. And then Andy, um, she got them to send um, some of the poems to her. And Andy signed them and then they auctioned them off yeah. for, um, yeah. for charity. So... Yeah, yeah, he does that an awful lot of good work, and he's been, um, this he's been very, very active in this Think Again group, um, to do with, 
suicide awareness and um, suicide prevention and um, establishing these help phone, phone lines on along the Clyde that people maybe just have yeah, a chance yeah. to think again and it goes directly, kind of to, goes directly to, to Samaritans right. so that's kind of going ahead there's been a bit of, sort of politics about it and um, which has made it not quite so but at the end of the day the, the thing that is going ahead and that is the main thing and um, it's great so I was t- talking to when I was chatting to Steph so I was sending telling him about the the butterfly project right. with Anne Morgan um, down at you know the anti-suicide stuff at the Ocean Bridge that we were involved in so I gave him a copy of the the um, we um, CD with the right. Can't Catch the Butterfly yeah, yeah. so he got back to me and said that um, you know he thought it was really it was really good yeah it was a very emotional song that one because it was so connected to the people involved you know yeah Oh, no. Which was also well, it was also rewritten many years later as well, which is another story. But, uh, I know, but it's good that people are doing all this work yeah. to um, sort of anti-suicide work. It's a damn shame. Yeah, so absolutely. many families devastated. But anyway, Steph um, is a very cheery man, and um, so he recited one of his poems, and he left some of his poems here, here for us. So right. um, good. that was. It's right, nice to meet him. So, um, yeah, what else have we been up to? Well, decorating. I've been decorating, which is, um, thankfully, I've finished that room. I think it took me about three weeks to do it. It was like it was never-ending. Um, I mean, it looks nice. It looks lovely. Yeah, it looks good. As long as nobody looks too closely at that wallpapering. I think the wee, the wee bit down, down round about the the, wall, the the light switches, I've got quite a wee bit of patchwork down there. But anyway, yeah. the bedside table's in front of me. I think any visitors, well, That's I'm assuming <laughs> no visitors are going to be in there looking at the, <laughs> looking at the switches. So, um, yeah, so I've been busy with that and we got a nice new wardrobe. I bought it in the store at the... Um, store interiors which is a fabulous shop and got it half price in the sale. So that was that was um that was smashing. Um where else have I been? Oh, I was in I was in at Nancy Smiley's um kinda of having a wee look round for Christmas. They've got a lot of events on just now. They've got another event on on the 9th of December where they're having um mulled wine and gingerbread and all sorts so you can go along and do your shopping and get a few wee Proseccos um, to get right into the festive spirit and I went down to see Sarah and Jacob that's my great niece and my great great nephew mm-hmm. so it was lovely to Don't see she, no, she lives in Tamura right. so she got a she comes from Oakwood Patrick, like most of her clan, but um, she got a lovely new um, council flat in Dalmure. It's smashing, it's absolutely lovely, really spacious, really well designed. But the wee boy is hilarious, um, he's awful, awful good natured, and 
he, he <laughs> this is what he did. You know the um, so we around play painting with the all the balls and all the wee plastic balls. So so the sort of throwing them out a bit and that was fun. But then he decided, she says this is his latest trick. So he got out of it and he emptied all of the balls out. Then he put the container over his head, right under him. He's right under it, crawling all about the floor, absolutely hysterically laughing the whole time. I mean, it's only a year, a year and a month. It was the funniest thing. You know, you just wonder how we kids get these sense of humour. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, it's like kids don't need a reason to laugh or a, <laughs> or a reason to be happy. Well, this made him so yeah. happy. I mean, you felt like doing yeah. it yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But how could you think up that? You know, yeah. she says this is his new thing. He, he does this, does this every day, and he must have just thought in his wee head. He yeah. thought, I think I'll empty these all out and see what like it is to get under it. Yeah. Or is that just an accident? That no, it doesn't sound like an accident. I don't know. But, but the idea that he does it now yeah, all the time. Yeah. And it's such great fun. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, anyway, I had, I had great fun as well. Really? I, I love the babies. So that was good. Um, and then we'll see a lot more of our my relatives tomorrow because we're going to Danny and Donna's wedding. So I'll see all my mother's side of the family, the McColgans, at the wedding over in um, Lourdes Church over in the south side. So they're... they're Six of them, so we've been to a few weddings over there with the boys. Right. Remember, Jim? Bakley, Bakley. So, well, well, we've been to christenings and stuff like that as well, so we've been to quite a few a few events. It's always in that um, same, ch- same church at Kirkdonald. Right, okay, I think I know where that's going. Mm-hmm. So, I'm looking forward to it anyway, so... So that would be nice and, um, yeah. And this week coming up is going to be really busy too because, well, I've said already I'm meeting um, Samina and Gillian. We're going to Yuzibi for our Christmas lunch. Mm-hmm. And Gail is bringing the children up for a wee belated birthday party for Ty on Tuesday night because he was, wasn't well when it was his birthday, so I've not actually seen him. And then your family, your sister Anne and um, just one of her children, um, the wee boy Andrew, youngest boy, and your brothers Peter and Stephen, they're all coming on Friday. Right, okay. Okay, I told you, don't look as if you don't know, because you do know. Right, Friday, okay. Mm. Yep. So... So that's um, that's next week. Almost sewn up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it, is it time for your uh, West End favourite place? Oh yeah. Well, um, again, I know I keep doing this, but it's not exactly West End. But um, I was in town and I was at the Christmas market in Saint Enoch, which okay. is quite funny because I just happened to see on the news tonight. You know, there's, um, uh, they were, well, because of this Brexit carry-on, they were interviewing the Norwegian um, Prime Minister 
I can't remember, it's a woman, I've forgotten her name, but um, then they interviewed a few people and this was, they said, oh, this is Oslo Christmas Market. Well, it looked exactly like St Enoch. <laughs> it just looked really, um, all these Christmas markets now throughout, right, throughout Europe yeah. must all be pretty much the same. But the, 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 having said that, um, there a lot of the stalls are people who've come from different countries. Yeah. So it's really interesting. Yeah, they have a winter market, don't they? Up in, well, it used to be in Sucky Hall Street. Uh, That's right. Well, they're doing all the work up there now, so I don't know whether... Well, they always have it. No, they haven't seen Enoch as well, but mm. um, that's not my favourite place. I, I went there and I did enjoy it and it, it looked lovely and I bought some gorgeous cheese and um, a couple of mean presents. But um, where I... My favourite place I'm going to see and where I always love to go at Christmas time is George Square. Oh, right, OK. Because yeah. it just looks fabulous. Yeah, I walked past it maybe last week. And did you see it all lit up? It's all lit up and all the, you know, all the shows and all that. Mm -hmm. I didn't go in, but I just... Mm -hmm. And then um, they have the ice skating. I, right. I like to watch the um, yeah. people ice skating. So, um, yeah, that's my favourite. That's my favourite because it's so Christmassy and... That's going to be my favourite place this week. Okay. Although I've not been yet. You've been. I've not. Well, I've not been, but, Sasha, man. What past But it. we'll get down and um, drive round and then yeah. get out and have a wee wander around the square. And, I mean, I, 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 I've got a lot of good associations with, with George Square because of all the um, pro-independence rallies and also I absolutely loved, a couple of years back, they had the Homeless World Cup. And That's it was right. held there. That's I right. absolutely loved that event. You know, and I, I think it's nice to have things happening in the square. Yeah, no, it's, it's not a particularly nice looking square these days, but they do they do use it for all these events. Mm -hmm. I know that every now and again they have some kind of plan for updating it, but usually the plans so far anyway have been pretty poor. So maybe at some point in the future. It was lovely the way it was with all the lovely wee trees. And yeah, that's right. In the past, and they had the, to I used to go there when I was a, you know, a, a working in offices in Glasgow when I was a teenager. We used to take our sandwiches and sit, sit and read it. I just went by myself, take my book and mm -hmm. sit and have my lunch in the square. That's right, it used to be nice. Yeah. Hey, what, anyway. what have I done this week? Bit of work, bit of working on a new project which is to do with songwriting, so I did some video this week and you're, you're getting on great with it Jim right looks really good I need to push ahead I need to, I need to find I, I've been trying to find some kind of uh, artist room or something to rent without any success uh, but I did somebody get back to me yesterday uh, because I don't need a pet I don't need a full time place a guy down in Dumbarton says he's got a room that he would rent out for a day a week to me. And I'm going, so I'm going to go and see it. Uh, what kind of room do you need? Any space that I can do some video in. Mm -hmm. Sure, we've got friends that are out at work all day. Well, I did ask on Facebook maybe you never a, asked me. three months ago or something. You never asked me. You never noticed at the time. No, you never. And am I supposed to pick everything up through Facebook? You never asked me. 
Mhm. Das war halt eine Frenz. Das würde mir behaupten. Hat man aber Menschen gesehen, aber es ist nicht besonders. Ja. Okay. Ich bin da einfach drüben gefahren. Du wolltest ja das geil in den Barn drehen. Was muss ich genau bei mir sagen? Ich bin immer über die Gabin. Ich schaue den Space. Look the spaces over there. That was my And was that what that was for? That was what that was for. It's always been the same. I probably hadn't associated that with the... I probably thought that was just to do with your working outside of the cafe for a change. No, I need somewhere where it's quiet enough and light enough to do the videoing for the... for the course that I'm putting together. And the other courses that I've hoped to put together. Yeah. That's the idea. Good. Uh, anyway, so... At least I did do some stuff in here this week and some stuff in here last week. You just can't get me out enough, sure you can't, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Once you finish with your decorating, I might be doing it in that room. Uh, I bought some lights so I can do it without the... even in a dull day. Uh, so I've been doing that and... Uh, well, I just popped into the Ontario Museum the other day. What's on there? Nothing really, I mean, it's just this, I mean, I was just wanting to sit and do some work, but I couldn't do any work because my computer had run out of power and I'd forgot that I needed the power and that and I needed to sit next to it. Uh, I needed to plug it in somewhere, so I sat for five minutes and went somewhere else. Good. Well, it's a nice place, a very nice, uh, nice big room, nice big museum. Oh, oh is this what it's lovely? So, I mean, of course, the other thing I've been busy doing is with all the Christmas stuff, updating on, on the website. Yeah. So I've got some fantastic Christmas menus up on the site for um, Mother India. I've got um, really, it's just delicious and I think very good, very well priced. And um, Yuzibe, Koches. And Koches have got something at the moment... Um, it's kind of like a, a Christmassy hut kind of place that um, you, you can have get by your mulled wine and whatnot. So that looks nice. And then Webster's Theatre. Um, so they've got the pantomime on. Um, yeah, I walked past Webster's yeah. the other day. It's lovely. So um, they, they got off to kind of. The, well, they had a kind of drawback because they had to have all the scaffolding around it. But Really, it's got the most lovely wee restaurant and, and bar. And if people are going to the pantomime, you know, it's a good idea. You know, they can... I would check it out anyway because it's really, 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 really nice. And then also it's a Christmas show on, you know, in, in uptown and in Orin Moore have got a lot of stuff on for, for Christmas. Um, party nights... And, is there's just so I've got a lot up on the website under Christmas in Glasgow, all sorts of events that are going on. Good, good. So that's at yeah, the end of our I think so. Jim and Pat's West End chat. Yeah. Okay, we'll leave it at that then. Thanks, Pat. Okay. And Thank thanks you. to all the other right. Bye. Bye. And thus ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Hope you enjoyed that. Lots of info in there. If you've got any questions for us, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. It's uh, via the Twitter. It's at, what is it? It's at Glasgow's West End. Or you can email Pat directly, just using their email address, which is pat at glasgowestend.co.uk. 
Okay, catch you the next time. Bye.